Welcome to the Playmaker Podcast, a podcast for people who want to sell different. Playmakers wage war against traditional sales and win. Remember, success is just one play away. Welcome, everybody, to the Playmaker Podcast. We got a great session today. I'm real. I mean, lately, mostly because InsideSales.com. I mean, we're like neck deep in this. But um, one of our core strategies um, coming out of the marketing department is this idea of voice of the customer, customer advocacy, um, reputation management, and. I think sometimes we think reputations manage themselves, and unfortunately, in today's world, they kind of do. Um, but you you probably should get yourself in there and, and see if you can't help manage that and push it in the direction that you want, is, is there's a lot that can be done if you're proactive. So I'm fascinated at the topic, and one of the companies I came across um, – uh, was a company called G2 Crowd. And I've been talking with Olivia LeBay, who is currently the VP of sales at G2 Crowd. I think we're going to have a real interesting session today. Olivia, thanks for joining. And how the heck are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm passionate about the topic. It'll be fun to dive into it. But uh, before we do, um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about Yourself, I mean, you've got a great story, and actually, I think it fits very well into kind of today's conversation. But um, tell us just a little bit about yourself and kind of what you guys do at G Two Crowd. Yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, yeah, my name is Olivia LeBay. I grew up in Montreal. Some French Canadian. I love uh, poutine and uh, the Montreal Canadians. Um, <laughs> and uh, been living in California for about the uh, the last twenty years or so. Um, so G2 Crowd is the largest um, review platform for B2B software and services. Uh, so the company has been around for five years. Um, I've been here close to two and a half years. And in that time, we've had drastic growth, uh, especially over the last couple of years. And what we do is we help companies um, leverage the voice of their customers to drive revenue growth. Um, so we can help create content with uh, using the review data. Uh, we can help with competitor intelligence and helping uh, companies better understand how they can leverage um, the data from the reviews that we gather to improve their products. Um, and then we also, you know, dive into, you know, leveraging the ability to track buyer behavior and intent data and, you know, trying to help the sales and marketing team be more effective at targeting the right prospects at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some, um, Olivia and I were just talking this, some of this intent data is fun and I think you guys have a pretty cool kind of approach you're taking on it. Um, We'll get, which we'll get into in just a few minutes. So um, before we do, um, I mean, sounds sounds like you've got the Canadian background. I've got a little Canadian in me. Um, um, father, you do? Yeah, father was um, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, um, born and spent um, all the way to high school there and then moved down to here to Salt Lake City, Utah. So I got a little bit of Canadian blood in me. Been up to Saskatoon a few times. <laughs> nice. Don't know if you've ever been through. So I know, I know it's a little, it's little ways away from probably where you were, but it um, is. Yeah. I've driven through parts of it, but, um, I, I can't say that I've stayed there. Yeah. My dad was super proud of, um, his uh, heritage there. I guess he was quite good at the old Bedford Rhodes Collegiate Institute. Some basketball player used to talk about, and he loved to 
took me up there and showed me all around and it was not that impressive to be honest. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, outside of work, you know, besides being Canadian, anything else that you kind of, any, uh, embarrassing moments, things you're passionate about, uh, that comes to mind. Yeah. I like traveling. Um, that's something is, you know, I did, I got uh, the opportunity to, um, take advantage of in, in my 20s and travel the world for about a year by myself which is kind of cool um but i've settled down and um i have uh my wife is pregnant so we have our third son on the way so pretty excited oh my god um and so that yeah so that keeps me kind of busy what's um so it's mostly uh, i don't mean to go into the kid talk but what's what's the age um yeah i have a five-year-old and a ten-year-old five-year-old. so uh um, we spaced them out so yeah, for excited for the, uh, well, that the next was probably one. Smart. Yeah. See, I've got three boys as well, but I've got six, four, and two, and I'm I'm banging my head wondering why we didn't space them out. So <laughs> I'm glad somebody was smarter than myself. Did, did you guys go for the girl on the third one, or you always wanted three? No, well, yeah, we wanted – we were looking for the girl. Um, obviously, it didn't come, and so there's a debate. Well, there's a there's a, a quite a, a fierce argument. Um, my wife really wants a girl, but, um, you know – Two, two is enough. Three is a lot. And four, I just don't think it's possible. But that's more of my personal problem than it is probably a podcast <laughs> session. So um, anyways, good luck with the third man. That's exciting. And a boy, Thank you. Uh, I know that world a little bit. Um, we've, I've been having a blast, but uh, I don't know anything about girls, so don't ask. Um, so one other question before we jump on in. I mean, you've obviously done a lot of sales. You, you've jumped to some real cool companies in the tech space, I saw paychecks. I love those guys. Um, they do some cool stuff. Um, if you ran into somebody who's an aspiring leader, any words of wisdom or advice you'd just kind of pass on in an elevator that's kind of short, top of mind response? Yeah, I mean, remain curious. Um, I, I look for people when I'm hiring, um, I look for people who are just naturally curious. Yeah. It's probably the, the most important trait that I look for. Obviously, you know, if you're, you know, competitive um you know it's good for sales but you know being curious is about you know why is it this way um why are why is the customers having issues here and if you have asked the right questions uh then you can help your customers so you know the, the advice i'd give today is you know remain curious and, and work on uh, figuring out you know, or trying to understand like what why is it this way and it, how can it be improved yeah i love it curiosity um they say a lot, I've talked to a lot of people about hiring and sales and, you know, they have those psychographic or psychometric assessments and curiosity seems to be one of those attributes that's, uh, uh, seems to be a little more predictive on, you know, for people who actually do perform own sales. So, uh, love it. Let's jump into this topic on voice of the customer, um, the customer marketing. I mean, you obviously have played it and, and I, I, I noticed the glass door experience as well. So maybe you can take just a minute and, We've, we've this story of the evolution of kind of, you know, thinking about how people are making decisions, how they're thinking about um, making, you know, buying, et cetera, and what you've learned not only at G2 Crowd, but kind of at Glassdoor and, and how that kind of brings itself together. Yeah, I think there's been a huge shift in the you know, last you know, 10 to 20 years about how people make you know, decisions and how they buy things, right? Um, that started with the internet um, and uh, Amazon and, you know, TripAdvisors were, um, you know, the first people to start off with, with getting reviews and helping people make more informed decisions. Uh, but what is happening now is people, you know, are relying on experiences of others, 
right? And so instead of looking at, if you're looking to, you know, um, join a new company, you want to know what people who are at that company think, right? And I thought that was really interesting. So um, I joined Glassdoor probably like seven years ago. And um, what I thought was really interesting was that they're helping and at that time, most companies were like, oh, I don't want to touch Glassdoor, especially the large enterprise vendors. Like, we don't, we don't want to get reviews. And, um, and, and now things have really shifted. You know, most companies now embrace Glassdoor uh, because they understand that, you know, if you're a candidate, you want to be able to uh, figure out what it's like to work there. Uh, what are the issues internally? And is this a good fit for me, uh, for my personality? And is there potential to, to grow inside that organization? So it's all about transparency. Um, and so that was a really exciting time to be there and learn about, you know, how to leverage transparency for recruitment standpoint. Um, and so when I was introduced to G2 Crowd a couple of years ago, um, I thought, wow, this is kind of cool. Um, you know, I have some some um, background um, selling into marketers and I know the review space pretty well. And so it was kind of neat to be able to have an opportunity to merge the two together. Mm, yeah, I mean, it definitely is an interesting evolution i mean as you think about um just kind of voice of the customer um and, and some of the cool things i obviously you guys do at g2 crowd um why do why do why do companies even need to think about it i mean maybe the answer is somewhat obvious but it seems like it isn't on a lot of people's radars and maybe it should be and so i'm curious that you know how would you explain the why portion of that yeah i mean buyers care about it so that that's why Right. Um, at the end of the day, if I'm going to buy a car or go on a cruise or trip or do anything, I'm probably going to turn to the Internet and do some searches. Um, and so that's why I think it's important for mar- for marketers now to you know really leverage G2 Crowd and, and get reviews here. Um, because at the end of the day, that's what buyers care about is not only – you know, is is the product good? Does it fit my needs? But what do current people using the product think of the solution? Mm. Um, and I think you know, the more reviews you can get, the better it is because that will educate the buyer about you know, here are the things that we do well, and here here are some things that we don't necessarily do well, but we're working on them. Yeah. Um, and this is something that you know I learned at Glassdoor is anytime there was a, a client that I had a bad review and they get upset about it, I'm like, well, don't worry about it. Just answer the review, right? This is a forum where you always have the last words. So if somebody leaves a review, answer the review. And it's the same thing here on, on G2 Crowd. You go, you know, somebody leaves a review and that you don't necessarily like, um, you can just answer the review and say, thank you so much for your feedback. Uh, we understand that we have some limitations at XYZ. Here is what we're doing to improve our product roadmap. So this won't be an issue down the road. Interesting. And then, then it shows everybody else that, oh, wow, they really care about what their customers are saying yeah. and they're fixing it. Um, and, and then after you fix the issue, you can ask your customer, do you mind going back to G2 Crowd and modifying your review? Mm. Um, and there's nothing better than that. Interesting. Interesting. Do you feel like, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I, like I said, I'm kind of neck deep in this just because I think it's something that is is very important. Um, and I think our company should be thinking about it. Um um, but the thing that I'm, uh, if, if you, I, I was trying to think the other day, like what, you know, when I didn't know about G2 crowd or when I wasn't thinking about kind of this online review forum, um, I was thinking, what, what were people, what were we doing? And I think it was, you know, surveys to customers around, um, like a CSAT or an, an, an MPS score, Right. Um, mm-hmm. how do you compare kind of some of the other methods? And I've 
I'm not the expert. I don't necessarily know how people were kind of managing the voice of the customer. Again, I think you guys have provided a platform to do that in a very interesting way. But um, what are the pros and cons of, say, you know, a survey-based voice of the customer program versus kind of a crowdsourced, you know, a more authentic kind of platform like G2Craft? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure how to answer it, but what I can say is, you know, we we have essentially surveys, right? So the our reviews are surveys, mm, and yeah. the first question that we ask is, you know, how likely are you to recommend this product? That's yeah. our first question. Mm. Um, and behind every survey, um, there's eight questions that need to be answered, yeah. plus uh, the writing part. And so there's, you know, the, what you like, what you don't like, and the advice, you know, to the company. Um, and then there's eight questions. And then in some cases, there's up to 30 questions, depending on the category of the product. Um, so I think, you know, sending surveys to your customer base um, to better understand, you know, what you guys are doing well is important. But when it's public, um, what's interesting is a lot more people want to participate. Yeah. For some and the thing about, you know, our site is you can be anonymous, right? And so if you want, you can be anonymous. But the large majority of the people leaving reviews, say 80% plus, are actually showing themselves. They're showing their LinkedIn profile. They're showing their picture. And like, I endorse this product. And here are the reasons why I think it's amazing. Mm. Um, and I think that, that's really important. And you get really good feedback that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's almost – that's interesting, I mean, to your point, your 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 stuff is kind of like a survey. And it's got some NPS elements, but there is this, um, there you know, it's the crowdsourced concept. It's the Facebook. You know, we're kind of doing this in the public and being more transparent versus kind of throwing this out. I mean, in my previous experience, wasn't very good results. Um, you know, sending out a, a a survey to customers, you certainly never got a very good response rate. But I see from you guys getting kind of the – and it's a conversation to your point. You kind of move it into a, a public realm and it becomes more of a back-and-forth conversation to be had. Interesting. Do you feel like, Olivier um, – I mean, again, obviously you guys offer a pretty cool platform. But if you were speaking to a leader and you were going to just coach them on um, managing this voice of the customer um, – how would you tell them kind of what to do if you if they said you know I'm just starting this journey I'm not quite sure if I want to buy a platform where where can I start to kind of do this better or more effectively so to say yeah um, so there's something that just popped up that I wanted to get out of the way um, the especially for any sales leaders that are listening to this podcast the best salesperson in any company right are the customers. Um, and so that's what you want to leverage, right? And it's it's good to have great salespeople that are good at selling. Uh, but if a salesperson says, you know, we're the best, you know, um, okay, I'll you know I'll take you know your word for it if I if I trust the salesperson. But if you have ten, a hundred, a thousand customers saying you guys have an amazing platform, that's way more powerful. Yeah. Um, and so you know, my only advice is if trying to get into it is you know, there are other um, review sites out there. Um, I recommend you know. Um, Definitely get reviews on, you know, all of them um, and then, you know, try to figure out which one you think is, is best and, and get more on, on one particular platform. And But I think it's a volume play. Um, you can't just get, you know, five, five or ten reviews. You, you need to get a lot of reviews. And there's vendors on our site like a Slack and a Salesforce that, you know, they're approaching 10,000 reviews for a particular product. Wow. Um, that That is going to help them close a lot of business down the road because – they have 10,000 people that have said that their product is amazing. 
Yeah, yeah, I love that. So you would say, I mean, there's a quality and quantity. I mean, the words quality and quantity, they often come up in sales, you know. Do you do you make more calls or do you make better calls? And usually the answer is both, right? <laughs> to be honest. But mm-hmm. uh, in 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 your world of the voice of the customer, um, quantity to your point, I mean, just to kind of reiterate, quantity is pretty darn important. Is that is that right? It is. Yeah. Um, SEO tends to be better, you know, with the more you have, um, you, you know, vendors on our site, they have more reviews, get more traffic to get more leads. Um, and they generate more ROI from it. Um, and then the other thing is you can leverage the reviews to create content afterwards. Um, and that's another great thing, right? Um, so instead of, you know, showing, um, creating marketing collateral, um, that talks about features and functions and things like that. You can actually, you know, leverage the data that you get from your customers um, as to make it part of your your content. Yeah, I love it. Do you feel like um, as we kind of wrap up here, um, this thought of may, I'm going to go just into kind of this how concept. You know, if you start to manage your reputation online a little bit more effectively how do companies begin to then leverage that i mean what's kind of the the go-to i mean do you put it in your email signature when you you know like hey here's a good review do you you, you i assume you, you try to bring it into some other marketing avenues any kind of best practices or For tactics sure. you recommend yeah there, so there's something that zoom um did last year um and zoom is um is a web conferencing tool. Sure. Um, we actually use it. We, we, we like it. Uh, they've grown really, really quickly. Uh, and one of the things they're doing is every time you Zoom themselves, when they're doing a Zoom with you know a customer or prospect, um, they would ask after, uh, can you leave a review on G2 Crowd? And so in a very short amount of time, they were able to gather tons of reviews. Um, and then they're leveraging this and they're using it to create content and things like that and help. And so that's another um, cool thing that... Um, I would highly recommend. So if you get reviews, you want to be able to repurpose those reviews because it's hard to get your customers to leave reviews. And so you want to be able to repurpose them. And there's a variety of ways you can get widgets. Um, you can you know, leverage the, um, and you can add it to signature pages. You can also create reference pages, right? Which are unique landing pages that have reviews segmented by uh, the you know category, the software category, or by industry, or by size of employer, things like that. So I think if you're going to get, you're going to work hard to get reviews. Make sure that you can repurpose those reviews, and make sure that um, it's uh, you can drive ROI from your investment because it is it can be time consuming. Yeah, no, no, makes sense. I mean, kind of what's been on my mind. You tell me if I'm wrong on this. Um, is kind of my last question to you from from. Um, from a very simple kind of process, it feels like number one, if you're going to nail this, you've got to take the time to kind of clean up your profile. You know, make sure that if you're looking at a, a software like a G2 Crowd or a Glassdoor or some of these again online review platform, that you you make sure your profile's right and it's got the right messaging and it's you. Number two, to your point, you you hit the quantity fat. I mean, you you. Start doing different tactics. I love what you just said about Zoom, but it's a, it is kind of a numbers game. So make sure that you you play that a little bit and get the reviews with that updated profile. And then number three, just as we kind of ended there, start to figure out how to utilize it. I mean, get it in your marketing, get a landing page, get a 
you know, find different ways to then leverage that so that you can use the proactive material in a way to help you sell more. Is that at a high level, that 30,000 foot view, what you'd kind of say customers should go after, or would you kind of guide them in a different, different way? No, no, I think you, you, you nailed it. Um, and then the cool thing that's happening now is, you know, in G2 Crowd, for example, like we're, we're becoming a data company. Yeah. And so if you do invest in getting reviews here, there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do with it, which is, you know, better understand the buyer behavior and the areas where you can improve your product to better compete with with other software companies or, or service providers. I love it. All righty. Well, uh, Olivia, real interesting talk track. Again, I think you guys are doing some cool stuff. I'm a fan of of certainly the concept of managing your reputation and getting the voice of the customer, keeping the customer first. So appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, if someone wants to get a hold of you or understand a little more about G2 Crowd, what's kind of the go-to? Yeah, so um, well, you can come to uh, G2 Crowd directly, um, and um, you can also find me on Twitter um, at Ollie O L I G, um, and then you can also find me on um, on LinkedIn. So if you guys have any questions about how to leverage reviews um, and to drive revenue, just let me know. Happy to help you guys out. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, will we actually find a profile for you on G2 Crowd? Like if I wanted to go and review, <laughs> did, did you have a uh, you, yourself? And actually, yeah, you can even see my Bitmoji and everything. Um, so if you go to you know, our site, you can see about section and you can see the team and you can find me on the team. And then um, you can see my picture and my Bitmoji and you can contact me directly. Yeah, well, good. Well, I, I, I feel like I'd be amiss if I didn't use this opportunity to invite the audience. If you like um, what you get from InsideSales.com or from the Playmaker podcast, jump on G2 Crowd and give a review. How's that, Olivia? I mean, I'm, I'm living what you're preaching. Um, there's an invitation for you. I'll make sure I put, <laughs> I'll make sure I put it in the show notes. Anyways, um, again, thanks so much for joining, Olivia. For the audience, remember, success is just one play away. <laughs> <laughs>